0: And without another thought, Odin plucked out one of his blue eyes and handed it to Mimir. Then Mimir smiled and gave Odin a horn full of the waters of his well. Drink deeply, brave king, so you may see all that you wish in the Mirror of Light. Skull Vikings, you're listening to Beyond Asgard, a podcast where we explore the tales of Norse mythology and the lessons behind them. Tune in every week to your epic stories of sacrifice, intrigue, and perseverance. For all of our socials, you can visit beyondasgard.net. I'm your host, Eli. Now let's set sail. Welcome to my first ever episode. If you enjoy this episode and you want to hear more like it, please hit that follow button, follow me on all socials, and stay tuned because I'm going to post one every Friday. Today, we're going to be learning about how Odin lost his eye. I'm going to be reading a retold version by Catherine F. Salu. I will link her original post in the description here. So without further ado, here we go. I really hope you enjoy. Once when the world was still young, Odin sat on his throne in the most beautiful palace in Asgard. His throne was so high that he could see over all three parts of the world from where he sat. On his head, he wore a helmet shaped like an eagle. On his shoulders perched two black ravens called Memory and Thought, and at his feet cropped two snarling wolves. The great king gazed thoughtfully down on the earth below him. He had made the green land that stretched out before his eyes, with the help of the other gods he had made men and women who lived on that earth, and he felt truly like the All-Father he was called. The fair elves had promised him they would help his children of the earth. The elves were the tiny people who lived between heaven and earth. They were so small that they could flit about doing their work unseen. Odin knew they were the artists who painted the flowers and made the beds for the streams. They took care of all the bees and the butterflies. And it was the elves who brought the gentle rain and sunshine to the earth. Even the ugly dwarves, who lived in the heart of the mountains, agreed to help. They forged iron and metals, made tools and weapons. They dug gold and silver and beautiful jewels out of the earth. Sometimes they even cut the grain and ground the flour for the farmers of the earth. All seemed to be going well. Odin found it hard to think of evil times, but he knew that the frost giants were only waiting for a chance to bring trouble to his children. They were the ones who had brought cold and ice to the world and shook the earth in anger. They hated Odin and all the work of the gods. And from high in his throne, Odin looked down beyond the earth, deep into the gloomy land of his enemies. He saw dark figures of huge men moving about. They looked like evil shadows. He, the king of the gods, must have more wisdom. It was not enough just to see his enemies. He must know more about them. So Odin wrapped his tall figure in a blue cloak. Down from his throne he climbed. Down the broad rainbow bridge he strode and across the green earth, till he came to one of the roots of the great evergreen tree. There, close by the tree, was a well full of clear water. Its surface was so still, it was like a mirror. In it, one could see pictures of things that had happened and things that were going to happen. But beside the well sat an old man. His face was lined with the troubles of the world. His name was Mimir, which means memory. No one, not even the great Odin, could see the pictures in the well unless he first drank some of its water. Only Mimir could give him the magic drink. Aged Mimir, Odin said to the old man. You who hold the knowledge of the past and future in your magic waters, let me have but one sip then I can know enough to protect the men and women of the earth from the hate of the giants. Mamir looked kindly at Odin, but he did not smile. Although he spoke softly, his voice was so deep it reminded Odin of the distant roar of the ocean. The price of one drink from this well is not cheap, Mamir said, and once you have drunk and gazed into the mirror of life, you may wish you had not, for sorrow and death as well as joy are pictured there. Think again before you ask to drink. But once the king of the gods had made up his mind, nothing could change it. He was not afraid to look upon sorrow and death. What is your price, aged Mimir? Odin asked. You are great and good, Odin, answered Mimir. You have worked hard to make the world. Only those who know hard work may drink from my will. However, that is not enough. What have you given up that is very dear to you? What have you sacrificed? The price of a drink must be a great sacrifice. Are you still willing to pay the price? What could the king of the gods sacrifice? What was most dear to him? Odin thought of his handsome son Baldr, whom he loved most in the world. To give up his son would be like giving up life and all that was wonderful around him. Odin stood silent before Mimir. Indeed, that would be a high price. Then Mimir spoke again. He had read Odin's thoughts. No... I'm not asking for your dear son. The fates say his life must be short. he has time yet to live and bring happiness to the gods and the world. I ask for one of your eyes. Odin put his hands up to his bright blue eyes. Those two eyes had gazed across the world from his high throne into the shining city of the gods. His eyes had taught him what was good and beautiful, what was evil and ugly. But those eyes had also seen his children, the men and women of the earth, struggling against the hate of the giants. One eye was a small sacrifice to win knowledge of how to help them. And without another thought, Odin plucked out one of his blue eyes and handed it to Mimir. Then Mimir smiled and gave Odin a horn full of the waters of his well. Drink deeply, brave king, so you may see all that you wish in the mirror of life. Odin lifted the horn to his lips and drank. Then he knelt by the edge of the well and watched the pictures passing across its still and silent surface. When he stood up again, he sighed. For it was as Mimir had said, he had seen sorrow and death as well as joy. It was only the glorious promise at the end that gave him courage to go on. So Odin, the great king of the gods, became one-eyed. If you can find Mimir's well, you will see Odin's blue eye resting on the bottom. It is there to remind men and women of the great sacrifice he made for them. So what can we take away from Odin's sacrifice here? I think it's pretty clear. The message in the story, or or at least how I interpret it, is that everything is a sacrifice. Nothing that you gain comes without loss. If, for example, if you're going to school, right, and I don't mean like K through 12, I mean, if you're going to college, you're probably paying. You may even have to get a student loan to pay for school. And that's money down the drain. I mean, not necessarily down the drain, but you get my point. That's money you're spending, right? You may get that money back in the future, but that money's not there right now. It's money that you are spending to increase your knowledge, to increase your marketability, to uh, you know, build yourself up for a career, whatever. That's money that you're, that's out the window. So you get a full ride scholarship even. You're still sacrificing time, a lot of time in most cases, to increase your knowledge. Um, it, especially if you're going for a graduate degree, That graduate degree, you know, a master's degree, a a doctorate degree can take, depending on the degree, close to a decade. And for an 18-year-old to not finish school until you're like 26 or 27, I mean, that is a lot of time. That is a lot of like prime young adult life that you're giving up, at least in part. Um, You're giving it up to study, to take tests, to go to class. So It's important to be cognizant of the sacrifices that you have to make in order to gain anything. That includes just buying something at the store, right? You're giving money up that you probably earned to purchase that thing. So you're giving up the time you spend at work or however else you earn that money to gain whatever it is you're going to buy. So you may gain joy or You may have a necessity for that product, but there's still a sacrifice to be made. Nothing is ever truly free. And if somebody tells you something is truly free, they're wrong. There's always something. No matter how minuscule, no matter how small, there's always a sacrifice you're making. And in this case, Odin sacrificed his eye. He didn't even think twice about it. He thought once, he was like, well, this is what my eye has seen. I love my eyes, but it's worth it. I'm going to give it up. And Odin was wise. Wiser than most of us, I think, right? So Odin being so wise, he can afford to think for five seconds about that. Us as regular old humans, we have to think a little deeper about our decisions. It's really important that you avoid impulsivity. You sit down, you think about, especially major decisions. You sit down and you just think about it. Consider what you're giving up, what you're gaining and weigh those two, you know? Is what I'm gaining truly worth what I'm giving up here? What other things could I sacrifice? This? Let's use another example, uh, purchasing a car. Let's say you have $25,000 in cash and you're going to go purchase a car. So you could find yourself uh, you know, a, cheaper new, a cheaper new car, or you could find yourself probably a pretty nice used car and you're going to gain a car, right? If you have that $25,000, you don't have to worry about a loan. You don't have to worry about interest. All you have to do is go in, pay for the price of the car, taxes, fees, all that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about payments down the road, but you're still sacrificing that $25,000 up front, right? That $25,000 could be used as a good chunk of a down payment on a home. Uh, it could be used to, you can invest it and, and make money on the market. You could also just give that money away to charity. I mean. I'm not saying buying a car in cash is a bad decision or anything. I'm just saying that there's things to be considered. If you can buy things in cash, you can afford to do that. That's great. It saves you money in the long run. For the most part, you, you know, you don't have to worry about paying interest, which is just money down the drain. It's all interest is. So it's great. You can avoid interest and you can avoid payments, but there's other things you're sacrificing. There's things you could do with that same amount of money. So that $25,000 can be used for a lot of things. So you just have to make that decision carefully. What do I really wanna spend this $25,000 on a vehicle when I could do A, B, or C? So Odin teaches us that there is a sacrifice for everything. Every gain has a sacrifice, no matter how small, how minuscule. And that's it for today. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe. I'd love to hear from you guys. You can email me. Boost at beyondasgard.net. I'll reply to everybody I can. And I really look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening. See you later.